Welcome to the Vineyard Church Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information on this podcast or other resources, go to vineyardlive.us. To learn more about us, go to thevineyardchurch.us. The question of what if swirls around our minds like an unrelenting toddler demanding that we pay attention to the nearly constant barrage of issues that we face in 2020. What if Trump wins? What if Biden wins? What if my cancer returns? What if my marriage can't withstand the pressure of this year? What if schools shut down? What if businesses are forced to close? What if something else bad happens this year? What if, what if, what if, what if? We spend a lot of time thinking about, stressing about, and worrying about the what ifs in our lives. And the truth is our world is filled with worry right now. Just a few weeks ago, I was having a conversation with some friends, and we were talking about this unique season and this unique time in history. And in that moment, one of my friends just said, well, name your fear. And I I felt myself kind of like get anxious, like, well, name my fear? Uh, This year has been so weird. And in that moment when he kind of put pressure on me, I thought to myself, name my fear? I, I don't even know that I can name my fear right now. And I've talked to many of you who you feel the same way. It's just kind of this this sense of dread. But whether your fear is acute today, you can name what you're worried about, or whether it's vague, I believe that there is freedom for us here today. So what is your biggest fear? What is your biggest worry right now? What is the what if in your life that is robbing you of your joy. Because you know, what ifs, they only lead us to worry, and this is how citizens of the world respond. But I have good news. Jesus wants to take our what if and turn it into even if today. You see, we are citizens of heaven, and citizens of heaven are even if people. We are people who live with faith. You see, our faith, it's not based on circumstance. It's not based on outcomes. It's not based on what we see. It's based on a person, and that person is Jesus, and in him is all that we need. And so today, I have a word for us from the Lord. I believe that there is freedom today. Instead of wondering what if, I believe there is an encouragement and an invitation to embrace even if. There's a great exchange for us today. Are you ready to give over your fear and be filled with faith? I want us to close our eyes here for a moment, wherever you are. It's 11-11, my favorite time. (laughs) Holy Spirit, you are here, and we welcome your presence here. Breathe deeply now. (sighs) Jesus is here, and this is what he wants to say to us. Jesus is here to take our fear and fill us with faith. He wants to turn our what if into even if today. So even if the worst thing that you can imagine happens 
He is still who he says he is. Even if Trump wins, even if Biden wins, even if your cancer returns, even if your marriage crumbles, even if businesses and schools close, even if Jesus is who he says he is, we are who he says we are, and we will walk out of this season filled with faith. This is what Jesus wants to give us today. We are citizens of heaven. We live from faith with freedom. And I'm so excited for what Jesus wants to show us today. He's gonna show up and he's going to break down some things that we have been holding on to that aren't right for us. Well, over this last month, we've been in this series where we've been talking about our citizenship in heaven. And I have found it so insightful as we've unpacked these different layers of what it means to be a citizen of heaven. We wanna be students of this citizenship. Because with this citizenship comes status. It comes privileges and rights and responsibilities and benefits. You know, our citizenship in heaven, it is a precious and priceless gift. And, and you know this, it's so much more than a ticket to heaven, isn't it? It's life and life abundantly now. You know, when we say yes to the Father, when we repent and we say, Father, I want you to come fill me, he restores us to relationship with the Father. And then we're given this new identity in Jesus as saints. We're no longer sinners. But it, that's not all you get when you become a citizen of heaven. You're filled with his Holy Spirit. And we become carriers of his presence wherever we go. And we take that presence to the world around us. Our citizenship allows us many different things. Yet many of us do not live in the fullness of what our citizenship allows. What do I mean by this? We aren't fully understanding what Jesus has done for us. How do I know this? Because as citizens of heaven, we're living in fear. And that's actually how citizens of the world live. You see, fear, it's, it's, it's found right at the beginning of the story in the Bible, isn't it? When Adam and Eve sin, what, what happens when, when God finds Adam? Adam is afraid. And then we read all throughout the Bible how men and women struggle with this emotion and feeling of fear and anxiety and worry. But did you know that there are 365 times that God says, fear not, do not be afraid? One for every single day of the year. You see, fear, it has this way of keeping us in bondage. It keeps us from fully enjoying all that Jesus did for us. And it leads us to worry. And that worry keeps us trapped in the what ifs of life. And I believe that today the Spirit wants to speak to us about how our citizenship in heaven, it actually frees us from fear. Now, you might have heard or read the passage, 1 John 4, 18. It says, you know, that God's perfect love casts out fear. And I believe that God's perfect love does cast out fear. But I believe that it is faith that keeps us from living in fear. You see, as men and women of, of citizens of heaven, we want to be men and women of faith. If we want to move from what if to even if, there's one pathway, and it's through faith. And so we need to this whole idea of faith today. And we need to explore what does it mean to have faith? How do we get faith? And so I'm going to turn now to Hebrews, and this is where we're going to be for the morning. I'm going to be in Hebrews 10, 11, and 12. I'm going to jump around a little bit. But can I encourage you in something? You know, this week, it's going to be a hard week probably. 
And this book is your citizenship manual. Spend time reading this book, knowing the author, because he's going to fill you with the secrets of his kingdom this week as you meet with him. You know, I love how God loves numbers. Um, I love numbers. I told you I love 11-11. And today is 11-1. And we're going to start reading today Hebrews 11-1. And I believe that was just God's little smile at me today because he just knows how I love stuff like that. So this is what faith is. Ready? Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Faith is confidence and belief in things not yet seen. It brings our hope into reality. And it's beyond this intellectual understanding. You could understand the definition of faith and never live by faith. But as citizens of heaven, our faith, our willingness to trust in, to cling onto, to rely on, is based upon Jesus and what he has done for us. You see, in Jesus, we have all that we need, any what if that we face, Jesus has the provision for what we need. So our faith in Jesus, our trust in him is really needed for things that we can't see, things that we can't touch. And it's a beautiful benefit of our citizenship. It gives us unbelievable confidence in the middle of dire circumstances and difficult situations. And it's really an important part of fully embracing our kingdom citizenship. The Bible is full of stories of men and women of faith. And these men and women, they faced some incredibly challenging circumstances and some incredibly difficult things, much like many of us right now. We're in the middle of facing some really challenging things. But in chapter 11, if you go on to read the author of Hebrews, uh, he chronicles out different men and women of faith, and he tells parts of their story. And I want to to pick up on some of these stories because these men and women, they could have stayed trapped in the what ifs, but instead they embraced the grace of even if, allowing faith to fill them. You know, it was by faith that Noah built the ark when there was no rain. It was by faith that Sarah Abraham's wife believed God that she could bear a son, even though she was way too old and had been barren for many years. It was by faith that Moses' family actually saved him and put him in that basket and sent him down the Nile. It was by faith that they acted and he was saved and he would go on to free the Israelites from Egypt. It was by faith that the Israelites believed the crazy instructions from God to march around Jericho seven times, and they watched those walls come crashing down. It was faith, and I believe that today the Holy Spirit and Jesus want to come and break down the walls in each of our lives, but it begins with faith. You see, these men and women, they had choices to make, and if you read chapter 11, you'll see not everything turned out the way they thought it was going to turn out. And yet, amazing things happened as they cooperated with God through faith. This is what Hebrews 11.33 says about these people. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fire, and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weaknesses were turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. 
These men and women of faith, they could have been distracted by the what ifs of life, and yet they chose faith, even if it didn't quite look like they thought it would. I think this is encouragement for us today. We are so distracted by the worries and the fears that are, I know, constantly coming at us, but we are missing an opportunity unless we step more fully into this faith. And so that leads me to ask the question, okay, faith is the evidence of things I have not yet seen, but I believe in, but how do I get this faith? And so we're going to go now to Hebrews 12 too. And right now the author, he explains like, hey, I've just listed out these heroes of faith. And now this is how we're going to have faith. Verse two, we do this, have faith, by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. You see, as citizens of heaven, we watch how Jesus did it. We study how he did it. What this passage is telling us is that Jesus starts and he sustains our faith. He is the champion and he is the perfecter. And what our job is, is to take our eyes off of the world and to turn our eyes on to him. You see, faith, it's not the absence of fear. Do you know what faith is? It's actually facing the problem, but looking to Jesus instead of the circumstances. Today, I'm not asking you to deny the fear. I'm asking you to surrender it. This is what Jesus wants us to do. He wants us to actually give back to him something that we were never meant to carry. So when your fear surfaces, when your what ifs scream in your mind, what if my candidate loses? What if COVID breaks out in the community worse? What if schools get shut down? We don't have to pretend that fear isn't real. That's not helpful. Rather, we can actually acknowledge, God, I feel afraid, but you tell me that when I look to you, you are the champion and the sustainer of my faith. And in you, I will have all that I need. We can stop asking the question, what if, and we can start living in the reality of even if. Who do you know Jesus to be? What resources does he have at his disposal? Jesus is good. He is who he says he is. You are a citizen of heaven, and you can live in faith instead of fear. I feel like there's one more passage we're supposed to read today, and this is Hebrews 10. And here the writer is talking a little bit about perseverance. And I just believe this is just so right for us this week. This is what it says. So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so you, that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. For in just a little while, the coming one will come and not delay. And my righteous ones will live by faith. You see, this is a promise for us today. As we face this week, as we face the rest of 2020, let's not throw away our confident trust in Jesus. As citizens of heaven, we can live by faith, and it brings us a great reward. You know, what we really need right now in this season is patient endurance. And man, endurance isn't fun. It isn't flashy. I'm not going to get a whole bunch of claps on that one, but this is actually the invitation from the Father. What we need right now is patient endurance. I'm tired. Are you tired? I am tired. 
and you're tired, but you know who else is tired? The world out there. And the reason why we have hope, the reason why we live in faith is we know the one who brings energy. We know the one who brings peace. We know the one who can save. And our job right now is to continue to do the will of God, right? That's what the writer says, with patient endurance. And the will of God is that every man, woman, and child would know him and know who they are. And that is our job to give to the world around us. Now is the time for us to stop saying what if and start saying even if. So where is fear and anxiety keeping you in bondage? Where are you saying what if? You know, for me, so much of my anxiety has been centered around this whole issue of control. You know, it all just feels so out of control. And I know I can like say to myself, I didn't really control it before 2020, but man, it sure felt like I did. And now everything, you know, my schedule, the kids' schedule, and you know, our staff and the church and, and the community and all the, everything within me, I, I want to say, well, what if, well, what if? And then I'm a planner, so I think to myself, well, I could make a plan for that. I, no, I can't, well, I can't make 5,000 plans. And so what I find is that I'm stuck in this place of what if, what if, what if, what if. And so today what I'm doing is I'm not saying to you, man, I've mastered this. I hope you can get on my level. I'm saying to you, come, come with me. Come with me and give your fear over to Jesus. Give your what if to him. It was never ours to carry. We are even if people. And so even if the worst thing I imagine happens, God is going to be here with us, in us. Jesus wants to show us a different way. No citizen of heaven should live by fear. And so today we want to take back what is rightfully ours. This is a, this is a benefit of our citizenship. We are people gifted by Jesus in faith. And we get this faith. We believe before we see by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. You know, I think so much of all of this, it really boils down to us better understanding who we are, who God says that we are, that our righteousness actually enables us to respond differently than the world around us. God wants to meet us here today. He wants to fill us so that we can enjoy the benefits of his kingdom. But let me tell you, it's not just for your benefit. It's actually for the sake of the world. People are going to be hurting this week. They are going to be confused. They are going to be looking. And we actually know the one who brings peace. We know the one who brings hope. We know the one who brings love. And we can give these things to the world around us. The Bible tells us that we are ambassadors of his kingdom. And do you know what ambassadors do? They defend the interests of the kingdom they represent. And one of the interests of the kingdom of God is faith. That we believe before we see, that we trust in a person and his name is Jesus. I'm going to I'm going to remind myself of this this week. You know, our leader is not up for election. Praise God. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and he's going to reign today, tomorrow, and forever. And I don't know what's going to happen on Wednesday. And you don't know what's going to happen on Wednesday when that sun comes up. 
But here's my encouragement to each of us. Let's each commit to rising on Wednesday morning, to meeting with the Son of God, to remind ourselves of our heavenly citizenship, to remind ourselves of the faith that he's given us. So even if my candidate does not win, I can trust in Jesus. Even if my anxiety rises up in me and I want to control things, I know the one who brings peace. Even if, and you fill in the blank, Jesus is going to be there. He's going to meet you. He's going to make this great exchange. Jesus wants to turn our what if into even if. He's here to take our fear and to fill us with faith. And so right now, I'm getting, we're gonna participate. What, What is your biggest fear? Is it the election? Is it your health? Is it your kids? Is it your family? Is it your finances? Jesus wants to take it. And what I know is this, that if you know me personally, you know that I really love to worship. And I've asked the worship team to actually extend the set a little bit today because this is what I know. Worship is a weapon. Kyle said this last week. It's a weapon we're gonna use this week. It's a weapon we're gonna use the rest of this year, probably for years to come. And actually the worship leaders, they're on the front line. And so what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna spend some time in worship. This is the way that we turn our attention off of the world around us and we turn our attention back to Jesus. And this is what we, this is what we need to do right now. And so what we're gonna actually do is we're gonna take an extended time of worship and, and we're gonna ask the Holy Spirit to come and to meet us and to be in our presence. And so I'm gonna pray and then we'll get into worship. So Holy Spirit, we thank you for this truth. God, that you are a God of faith. And and right now, God, as we just prepare our hearts to give over our fear, I pray right now that you'd, for each one of us, God, you'd help us name the thing that has been causing us uh, to to stumble, God, to to fear, to, to be trapped. Jesus, you're here to bring freedom. We thank you, God, that worship is a weapon. Worship is a way of of igniting our faith and turning our attention to you, God. You you author the faith. And so we welcome you here now in, in your presence to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the message today. To experience more powerful messages, go to vineyardlive.us or join our Vineyard Live Plus community to view conferences, trainings, and special teachings.